I got 20 minutes on the clock. Okay, ding, 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 okay. three. Three, two, one. everyone welcome back to our <laughs> podcast no more secrets as always i'm your niece katie albrecht and i'm your aunt mary albrecht and we have a timer on we do because we've had a long day so is dunkel and so we're just going to make this brief this is going to be a quick episode um but we but we're here filled with love <laughs> filled with love and we're here for you and it's even more important for us to be here for you because i had a great thing happen to me this weekend katie um i was at a baby shower yeah and i was with a group of people that I didn't know, and yeah. I the conversation was awkward, and I was trying to get everyone to share and what's your name and how do you know the you know the mother to be, and um, it was all kind of forced. And then suddenly, a girl came out from inside and said, um, "Oh my God, you're the one that you know. You're the Mary from No More Secrets." And I said, yeah. And she said, oh, my God, I listen to your podcast all the time. And she's 14-year-old. And her mom came out with? A 14-year-old? A 14-year-old, yeah. Wow. And she sat down and she said, oh, my God, I researched mental health because she was cutting during COVID. She, so she was like 12, 11 or whatever, and she was so afraid to tell her mom. And she ended up sharing it with her mom about a year ago. And she's been in therapy ever since for some of the anxiety that went with being that young with COVID and the other pressures that go with it. Yeah. And she um, has gotten really strong at, at 14. And she said, you're, I researched mental health podcasts and yours came up like in the top five. And she said, this is really cool because this we is... We got our SEO game on. Exactly. <laughs> I and love she goes, that. And she said, and it's really cool because it's an aunt and a niece, so it's two generations and whatever. So anyway, she's inside talking about the podcast, and Judy, my client who was running the baby shower, said, well... She's out there on the deck right now, Mary, the you know, the one one of the two is out there. So Sophia comes running out and she's like, Oh my god you know, and she's like treating me like I'm famous because she's fourteen. And so the rest of the table that previously hadn't been talking and sharing, everybody let their guard down and we started talking about all kinds of issues with mental health. Because nice. of our podcast, we had a fourth grade teacher there that said, I teach fourth grade, and it's really hard because there's so much anxiety and so much this and that. Yeah. And, da, da. and the main thing that was great about it was that the person hosting the shower, her um, her cousin's daughter, but kind of like a niece to her, who had been, who's 25 years old and had been really, or is really shy and really kind of ashamed of herself she stood up in front of everybody and said, I want to come on your show because I tried to commit suicide last year. And only my mom knows that. None of the rest of you do, like the rest of the family that was there. And she said, and I want to talk about it because it'll help other people. Wow. According to what Mary said, you know, about yeah. her show and, you know. and What just, was the person that... Um... Who's the, what was the name of the person that uh, watches? Maybe so, she's watching now. She might be. Sophia Martin. 
Hi, Sophia. Sophia's going to be on, too. She wants to be on. She wants to talk about the life of a 14-year-old and cutting and COVID and the anxiety, the pressure to date, all mm-hmm. of that. She's just like, it's really, really hard. And so she's on this soul-searching mission, and she's so evolved, and she's been working on it since COVID. And she is interested in learning, learning, learning. So she's like, I really want to come see where you do the podcast. I want to see, you know, the whole setup. I want, you know, I just want to be part of this. And then the other people, I want to be part too. And then that 25-year-old said, I want to come on and share about suicide because I tried to commit suicide last year. And no, she hadn't admitted that to anybody else in the family except for um, her mom. They knew she had been in a mental hospital, but they didn't know why. And she admitted it at a baby shower on a Saturday afternoon on her aunt's deck um, after not after feeling ashamed f- for a year. Right. And so it was really a neat feeling that's a, that that's why we're doing this, you know. And for the yeah, it feels like for the right reasons, you know, that it's these messages are reaching people, mm-hmm. and even in ways that we aren't expecting. You know, in ways that you're not expecting. Exactly. I and think so that's a really nice story. It is. And so yeah. it made me feel even more committed, which, again, is why we're here on a yeah. you know late night, uh, you know, after a long day and a lot, it's a hard week and all that. And so we're, we're like, you know, no, we're going to keep talking. This is great. We've got a lot of great guests coming up because of this situation and because of other situations. So we're here and we're going to keep doing it. Like yeah. you say, you know. We're going to keep going smile. for sure. <laughs> with a smile. <laughs> with some finesse, you yeah, know. Some finesse. And so. But oh. yeah, shout out to Sophia. I mean, I'm so glad that you watch her show. I'm gl- I hope yeah. to meet you at some point. That'd yeah. be great. Yeah, exactly. She'll be on. Yep. Cool. She, she will be. Um, so, yeah. So there was that. And then we had a, um, the next day we, I was at another gathering and um a couple of my clients said, here's somebody who should be on your show. Here's somebody who should be on your show. And so it was another discussion about the podcast the next day. So I cool. feel like, you know what? This is great. We're- it's just a good reminder of, yeah, why we're doing this. Because this takes a lot of work. We were just discussing this <laughs> as we were fumbling through the technology again for the last 45 minutes or so. We're, you know, there's a lot of time and effort that goes into this that you guys don't necessarily see and it it does take a lot of energy i guess and after already having a full-time life right yeah this is <laughs> we do this on the side so right right <laughs> so it, it's good to know that like it's reaching at least a couple of people out there and the way that worked out at that party it's like all of a sudden now all of those people went home feeling uplifted because it was a great conversation. Judy Cannenberg was here tonight and she goes, it was like a therapy session, a group therapy session led by Mary on my deck at my daughter's baby shower. <laughs> and she was happy. She was thrilled. She was like, wow, my family's talking because they weren't raised to talk like that. Sure. So not many i mean i shouldn't say not many but there's a lot of families that are not right um open with these things correct and, and i i'm wishing for it to be more normal when you're sitting at a party people you don't know oh yeah well so i had a knee replacement last year oh well i tried to commit suicide last year oh yeah i knew somebody that had that yeah you know so yeah i don't know it might be a ways away from that but we're a ways away from <laughs> <laughs> people still get freaked out but i wish they wouldn't you know? Yeah, I mean, 
I think we also need to allow grace for the people that do get freaked out because they it's not they could be trying to to relate or communicate but maybe they don't know how good point so it's just it I think we are as a society moving in the the right direction but we're always gonna have bumps in the road it's gonna be I always think it's like a zigzag where you go up and then you go down but maybe not as far down as you started and then you go up and still you know so it's like you're still going forward but you're gonna go back sometimes you know yeah we all are yeah with different aspects of our life I think how many minutes do we have left Eleven fifty-two. So let's talk about Herbie. Okay, we had a we lost another um, family member. Herbie was the greatest cat of all time, and so I'm just gonna let you start with Herbie. Explain Herbie. <laughs> um. Well, I think we've actually put him on social media at one point because he came to the loft. That's right. He did. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe it was Lando that we put on social media but he okay he looks like my cat lando that i definitely have shared on our socials at one point where he's black and white um tuxedo like mm-hmm. kind of that's what they call it i guess um and we got him well my grandparents got him um was it like 2013 exactly yep it was mother's day yes and grandma <laughs> didn't like him at first right because she, you know, takes some time to adjust to all animals. <laughs> but I think with time, started he started to grow on her. She, but with him, I mean, it was hard not to like that cat. That cat. I feel like, because, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are dog lovers only. Mm-hmm. And they don't like cats because they like dogs, which I've never understood because I have always liked both. <laughs> right, yeah. I think that's the difference. That's a tangent, but, you know. <laughs> If you're a cat lover, you like both cats and dogs. But if you're a dog lover, you only like dogs kind of thing. That's interesting. Good point. Have you noticed that? I have now that you've said it. It sometimes gets like that. But anyways, um, Herbie was like a kind of a dog-like cat where he's very social and warm and would always roll onto his back and make like a like a goof, goofy face, you know. Just, and he, you can just tell that he was like very personable and every person that I've brought to my my grandparents house that's met him has just like adored him and was like oh this is the best cat i mean he was he just i've never i've had many 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 cats and i've never met a cat like that and he was part of our family when everybody was still alive yeah and he was a unifying force everybody liked herbie in our family it was one thing we could all agree on including grandma liked him you know, yeah. by the you know, after only a couple months, she was you know she liked him. I liked that when when in the early years he was uh, he was pretty big. He was a big boy, sixteen pounds, <laughs> and he was. I mean, I feel like he had a smaller frame though, so he he was rotund. Right, he was. Like <laughs> he this was. was a round. It looked cat. like his head was like small compared yes. to his body. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he was kind of known for was this big, lovable, like fat cat. You know, and he was. He just was the most cuddly thing, and and he would be a little bit of a lap whore, where he would go from each person to person. You know, <laughs> he could lap whore. I love it. He was a total lap whore, <laughs> but he had his favorites. Like Grandpa was was his favorite. You know, at first it was meant to be Grandpa's cat. Um, right. I got Grandpa a cat on Mother's Day, and Grandma was like, "You bought your you brought your dad a cat on Mother's Day." 
what's wrong with you? <laughs> a little bit of pay- a little karma for her, isn't it? <laughs> I think so. You celebrated the 4th of July with your son and your daughter's birthday is the 3rd? Thank you. Karma. Whoa. It's karma. Love it. You didn't even mean to, but you got her back. I didn't Ooh. even realize that. Love it. Good At the one. End, yeah. Good one. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it started as Grandpa's cat, um, and Grandpa loved Herbie a lot. And uh, Steve remembers thinking that Herbie was going to be, like, this aloof cat that nobody nobody really could get close to. And he ended up just being, like, so integrated in the family and, you know, just... And then you lived there for what 10 months 11 months yeah and so, got to get close to him that way i think herbie's actually in our book yeah i, I probably have mentioned that he's been on my lap at some point you know okay okay because that's so for those of you who don't know if you're new um our book broken neck took place in the year 2015 when i was living with my grandpa and my uncle at the time and herbie and herbie <laughs> yeah and herbie was uh, he loved you and you played with him a lot um played with him i would when i would come home and if i was like the only one awake and stuff i would cuddle with him a little bit and it, it was very comforting in a not so comforting time in a very difficult time yeah you know to yeah. have this warm little creature that just likes you yeah and no matter just what. cool though he wasn't like um he wasn't destructive he didn't try to get out and run away he was also declawed so that might have helped helped. (laughs) yeah which we i don't i don't declaw animal or cats anymore yeah that was way back and so Mm -hmm. um we ended up getting him because um the person that owned him wanted this is interesting actually because i'm thinking now we got him in may of 2013 and his owner committed suicide in August of 2013. So now I'm wondering if he didn't, he wasn't planning. He wasn't trying to get rid of certain obligations so he could commit suicide. We didn't get him because he committed suicide, but we got him in the same time frame. So it's just an interesting aside about it. Wasn't there a bunch of other animals there? Yeah, yeah, he lived with a group of people, and there were about five animals there, and Herbie yeah. didn't have a lot of attention. And... Just making sure I'm still in the shot. <laughs> okay. Oh. I think I'm good. Right? But it triggered something for me, because Herbie died on August, or August, back to the suicide, on um, April 3rd, and it was a Monday morning, and last year at this time, on a Monday morning in April, it would have been just a week after Herbie died. That's when the whole drop, dramatic thing happened with Dixie. And it was the same thing. Monday morning, trying to get to work. Oh, my God. All of a sudden, Herbie's having a seizure. He's, like, falling over. He's you know, dying. He's whatever. Call the vet. The vet's like, he's dying. Like, he's, like, you know, going. And, you know, quick decision to put him down. Kind of in shock. You know, take him away, same as Dixie, same as Terry. You know, so, the, you know, a year ago it was Dixie, and then eight days later it was Terry. And I watched Herbie go in the car on April 3rd. I watched him pull out of our long driveway and go onto River Road, just like I watched Dixie and how I watched Terry with the hearse when they took him away. 
and it just triggered all of that and it made me really sad because it's going to be actually today is one year that since Dixie died because it was a Monday but today's Tuesday so last year and Dixie's death kind of got brushed over it did because of Terry yeah yeah because Terry was right afterwards and yeah you had to you had no time to really process it. And then I still had, I got Dunkel on April 15th. So Dixie died April 11th. I got him full time April 15th. He was, I had him, but he was staying overnight somewhere else. Yeah. It was Easter weekend, which we just had. And then Terry died on April 19th. So it was just a whirlwind. So when, with that happening with Herbie in my home upstairs, not in Terry's room, but very near, it was weird. It just triggered all this emotion, and it just felt really sad. Yeah. Um, but after a few days, I I was more grateful to have known Herbie rather than focusing on the other deaths. Mm-mm. It's interesting how you can come out of that. You know, your brain kind of protects itself. And, yeah, it's important that you grieve, and maybe these situations are very similar to each other, but it's still, like, it's still the natural thing yeah especially for him like his age was appropriate yeah he was uh close to 18 yeah which is normal yeah cats he had a great life and you know he He had a lot lot of of lives (laughs) met a lot of people he saw i mean we don't know his life completely before us and everything but we know afterwards and it was the best life that he could have had yep and so i like to think that he is hanging with Terry and Dixie and Grandma and Grandpa and your dad and uh, Bella and Cha-Cha. <laughs> yeah, all those people, all those uh, animals and people. Maybe Mark, the one that got him as a kitten that committed suicide, you know? Maybe. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was poignant, and that was last week, and that was a hard week to get through. Um, this week, is it's only Tuesday, but it... It's, it's, you know, it's still kind of fresh because we're coming up on Terry's anniversary. Speaking of which, how many minutes do we have? Like two. <laughs> huh? Two minutes. Yeah, we're going to be doing a tree planting for mm-hmm. Terry on Earth Day, which will be the one-year anniversary from his funeral Yeah. on April 22nd. He, the funeral is April 23rd, but it's always a day. But it was the same day, the Saturday, you know, so... Have yeah. you ever heard the saying, April showers bring May flowers? I have. So are what these if, our showers? I feel like you're getting poured on in April. Yeah. Okay. So maybe something good is going to happen. In you know, May? Or just after, or soon. Okay. I hope so. Yeah. That's it, what I was thinking about. It's like, man, it's really, it's not just little sprinkles. It's like, it is downpouring on you, you know, in Herbie, the month of April specifically. Yeah, because... um Grandpa died April 23rd, so yeah. Herbie April 3rd, Dixie April 11th, Terry April 19th, and then Grandpa April 23rd. And then Bella was in there, so there's been five major family member deaths in less than two years, and they were all long, slow illnesses, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, four of them were in my home. Um, well, no, not t- not Grandpa, so... Three of them were in my home. Yeah. But two humans, three animals. Don't kid yourself. Animals matter, peeps. Anybody listening to this, I hope you feel the same. I think most people know that, like, saying goodbye to a pet is 
just as and sometimes harder than some family members because you can't talk to them you can't explain to them and plus a lot of times because you're euthanizing them right you, it's your hand that's doing it right and that's it's really conflicting weird. and yeah. it is what's right for them so it's not it's not a bad thing but it feels not right and it, it i think it really does affect people because you're losing a lot of times like your best little buddy it's and the the love is so pure there's no yeah they always greet you at the door they always want to cuddle with you if they're cuddlers you know <laughs> yeah right oh, oh we got we got the timer <laughs> she was serious but um, i think that's a good place to wrap it up i mean we i think we covered great... everything we wanted to cover yeah it's been a, it's been a, a rough think... time but a, a good time too lots of good always with the bad you know i think if anyone's dealing with like uh maybe we can wrap up with this if anyone's dealing with a loss of a pet or a family member, um, first of all, I hope you have someone to talk to about it. But if you, I mean, if you like, want to reach out to us, even we would be happy to to listen. You know, big time. We've we've experienced loss. We all we get it. Yeah, you and, and I, especially. It's in important our to family. talk about it. It's, I mean, it's it's really important because if it just stays wrapped up in your head. It's only going to make it worse for yourself. And I know a lot of people don't like to talk about their issues. I know you're talking about that whole family that doesn't talk right. about this stuff. <laughs> it's it's important that you do. It is. It just is. That's We're all wired basically the same as humans, and we right. all need the same basic things. And that's, that's one of them, is to share. Yeah. So please share your what's going on with you. If it's not to us, then to someone that you trust or a therapist. That kind of rhymed a little bit. It sounded like Dr. Seuss. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did what? you hear that? No. If not to us, then someone you trust. That could be like a <laughs> slogan or like a jingle. <laughs> to us, someone you trust. And finally, Dunkle's sleepy. Okay. And now you got to wake him up. I know. Get his ass up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All Good right. night, everybody. Till next time. Thank you for watching. Stay tuned for all the great uh, guests coming. A lot of people want to share as mm -hmm. of last weekend. We got a good lineup <laughs> of people. Yep. So. Bye-bye now. Thanks for watching, listening, <laughs> all that. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>